Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, golfers. Your tea time awaits. It's the Tea to Green Golf Show here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Got a thought on the PGA Tour? Want help with your swing? Give the show a call at 803-0550. Tea to Green is being presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Time to talk golf. Here are your hosts, Brian Cozio, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Minas. Good morning, everyone. You're on a sunny Saturday in Western New York. It is the Tee to Green Golf Show, live and on the air here on WGR Sports Radio 550. I'm Brian Cozio, along with Kevin Sylvester and PGA Pro Jeff Minas. We are live today in Cheektowaga at the beautiful Diamond Hawk Golf Course, and it's a beautiful day to play golf. And uh, we'll be here on WGR for the next hour, giving you the best spot for golf talk here in Western New York. Kevin, it's a beautiful day. The sun is out. I know you're ready to play today. Wait, what, what makes you think? Uh, what makes you think I would play today? Uh, you were swinging in the parking lot. You've you're got your golf shoes on already. Yes, and, I'm, uh, I'm playing today. Yes. yes, Kevin doesn't need a sunny day to play. Yes. <laughs> I'm, 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 uh, there we go. My mic's working now. Yes. Uh, I, yes, I'm playing. I played yesterday. See, I'm a little disappointed in myself yesterday. I'm, I'm, I'm participating in a two day tournament. Uh, shocking to Jeff, I know. Um, no, the shocking part is that it's only two days. Right. The shocking part is, <laughs> well, it, the if season, I were running, it would be three. Yeah. All right. But, Invitational uh, season has started. Yes. For Kevin. Yes. <laughs> That's what my wife said. Really? This seems early. I'm like, well, you know. It only runs for six months. I, 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 I just can't say no. Um, and you know, I just didn't didn't play well, but you know when you get like a little boost, like when you when you get home and you get the email from the golf shop that says results, and you're like, oh my god, I uh, I want a skin. All right, <laughs> everything's good. The one birdie I made, skin. So good stuff. Excellent. Good morning. Good morning, Jeff. How are you? I'm good. I'm just laughing at Kev because we've heard these stories. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's part of the show. It is part of the show. Absolutely. Yes. Kev loves golf. Well, you, usually you hear the stories of me saying, "All right, Jeff, let me tell you about the 16 handicap." Right. That right? Made, yeah. The guy made a birdie. Yeah. <laughs> Who made five birdies? Yeah. Like, that's oh, right. Well, day. I got in trouble as a head pro once because uh, somebody had a net 58 on their, you know, on their own ball, and I got up there at the game, and I'm like, "Well, congratulations on." 
you know, career, and I just went on and on. Wow, you beat the statistics. The USGA will tell you it's a one in 15 million chance to shoot 1,400. Yeah, I got well, a little talking to by a You know what's member. always interesting to me because uh, um, <laughs> that, uh, and Brian, you've probably seen this. Like, you go to play in a tournament, and, like, so, you know, this is a, a new event for me in the, like, hey, well, I'll bet you so-and-so will be in the lead because this person always comes back from Florida, and their handicap's 15, but it'll – He'll shoot a 78, right? That happens. Well, lo and behold, it was the same as the name the guy told me. I'm like, oh, you're right. It just happens every year. Funny how guys at the club know those people. Yes, that's right. All right, here, coming up on the show from Diamond Hawk, we uh, will be previewing next week's PGA Championship, which we are really excited about. Uh, We've been talking about Phil Mickelson a lot as of late, and uh, he'll be in another major coming up. We'll talk about that. Um, Sam Burns on the PGA Tour here this week at the AT&T Byron Nelson Championship. He won just a few weeks ago. Uh, he's in the lead. We'll get our PGA Tour uh, leaderboard check. Uh, also, Jeff's Western New York PGA Tip of the Week. That's coming up. Um, golf in Southern Ontario not going well. So we know yeah. we've got some some listeners in Southern Ontario. We're going we're gonna to talk about that. Uh, also, did you see what Roger Goodell the NFL commissioner and his buddies are going to be doing in one day. I did. That's a cool day. We're going to, yeah, that's, it's going to, it's going to be an amazing day. So we'll talk about that. Also, we've got a few minutes coming up uh, in about 25 minutes or so from now. Ryan has an hour, our uh, friend from Batavia Downs Gaming. He's going to come on for just a few minutes and give us his Preakness picks for today. Yes, it's the second running of the Triple Crown. So uh, as we do traditionally here on TD Green, we know a lot of people like to watch the Triple Crown races. So he's going to give us a couple of minutes with his picks here uh, along the way. But let's uh, hear for our first segment, bring in Freddie Zillner, the director of golf operations here at Diamond Hawk Golf Course. Fred, good morning. Thanks for having us again. Good morning. Thanks for coming out. We, uh, we were here uh, about a month and a half or so ago, and it was flurrying on our way walking in <laughs> but uh it is been a great second half of the week and the weather forecast looks phenomenal it feels like now our uh, our normal late spring early summer golf weather is here i know that you guys are rocking out and ready to go here with uh, what should be maybe our best full week of golf of the season so far yeah it's looking really good um the weather finally turned our way it started early it kind of gave us a little teaser you know when we were rolling early but no things are going really well right now we're you know we have full pack t-sheets and just loving every minute of it right now the uh the story that we talked about when we were here the first time and uh, we spoke with some of the, me- the members of uh, the new ownership team is that there is a new ownership group here and a new vibe and a new feel and uh, i know if you're on social media uh, you've been seeing uh, some of the fun activities that have been going on here but uh, I know, Fred, from someone that was here before to now the new ownership team, I know you've been a big part of this change. Uh, for those that maybe didn't hear about it from our last show or some other news from it, tell us what's going on here, because obviously I know I can sense just from talking to you that you're really excited here of what's what's going on. And no pressure, because they're sitting right behind That's you. right. They're sitting yeah, behind no you. No pressure at all. Well, so, uh, safely distanced, by the way, that's folks, right, with that's masks. Right. That's right. That's right. Well, there is a really it, – it's a great, fun, new vibe here at Diamond Hawk. We've, you know, the new ownership – They've done a fantastic job, not only with social media and marketing our projects, but, you know, we have all new golf carts supposedly ordered, and they will be here supposedly this summer. Um, but we That's have a, a lot of orders in any industry that right exactly. now, right? Exactly. Uh, we've got all new, you know, maintenance equipment, you know, and, and the, the entire feel of the place has changed quite a bit. Um, 
the activity level in our clubhouse after golf is great. We've got, you know, Wild Bill's barbecue out back. You know, we always have the smokers going, and it's uh, it's just a lot more relaxed feel. You know, when you're playing golf, you're supposed to be having fun, and that's what guys are doing now. You know, I want to say something about the smoke because uh, they had the ribbon-cutting event, <clears throat> which two guys skipped, but somebody made it. Um, that yeah, was a shot at Brian and Jeff. But anyway, you missed out on a great time because while Bill was sampling, uh, you know, the smoke, the, the smoked uh, pork and everything was fantastic. But for those of us who might live upwind. I was saying you live close to here. To here. You can yeah. smell it. Those, yes. Well, my, uh, another uh, guy in the neighborhood up, he was here, too. And uh, we we're chatting like, did you smell this? I said, I did. That was here. I was like, yeah. I'm like, all right, I, l- I like that the prevailing easterly wind. I, you know. Makes you hungry. You want to come in for dinner. It is that's a good great smell. marketing right there. Yeah, you know? Absolutely. You can't beat that one. Jeff, you've mentioned how, I mean, you've been mentioning it for, I feel like, more than a decade here on our show, we, that the golf industry has to continue to try to make golf fun. Correct. The demographic is changing. If we're going to keep growing the game, we've got to find more ways to make it fun. And doing some of the extra things like we're seeing here at Diamond Hawk and other places around Western New York where they're being more creative. It's not just show up, play 18 holes, go home, or kind of maybe do it the old school way. Like there's a whole bunch of different ways. Uh, we see the, the big golden tea game in here that has just been brought in that we, you know, we didn't see a month ago. Like little extra things like that, the barbecue, the smoker. I mean, you've, you've got to make it a, an experience, I think. Yeah, everybody. you need to attract people. Golf's becoming more inclusive, I would say, and there's more people getting into the game. It's a lot more diversity. You know, I've been doing this for 30 years at, at a lot of the private clubs, and even the private clubs are changing. You know, you couldn't wear jeans. You, there's clubs where you had to wear high socks if you were going to wear shorts, you know. So you can't, all those things are, are going away, and I think it's a good thing. People are having more fun, get people out in the game, make it more inviting there's barriers to playing golf right there's people think there's a cost barrier there's the intimidation factor there's a lot of things and those walls are starting to be broken down and and more and more people are being introduced to the game because of it also too there's a time barrier for people too so more different ways to enjoy an experience even if it's maybe nine holes and dinner or something like that or an event maybe even where you're coming here or or it's even just coming to use your great practice facility well our facility is fantastic for practice we have the chipping we have the sand trap we have the short game center plus the driving range but you know we're looking at doing night golf here um we're looking at you know all kinds of things friday nights are fish fry night they play you know husband wives come out here play nine holes come in for a fish fry um you know you can't I'm pretty biased. I, I don't think you can find better food any at any you know public course out there. Um, we've got a great team in place. Plus, our golf course, you know, is pretty good. Oh, for sure. It's always in it's great better, condition. Better than pretty good. Yeah, yeah it's very, very good. I, you know, I, I like the the nickname of it now. Like, yeah, and I only know this because you know, I'm still getting these social media posts about me doing the Roddy Dangerfield dance. You had a better <laughs> chance if the show was last night, by the way. Um, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but uh, calling it the Hawk, I think, is a, uh, a great move uh, for it. You Thank know, because golfers be like, hey, let's go play the Hawk. Yep. Hey, tonight at the Hawk. I think, uh, and the new logo, like all, all those things. The new logo is awesome. It just, it's almost it, like you have a marketing guy. It is. It's, that it's was, amazing. You know, it's almost like the marketing guy's right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, you know, I, I think that matters. I think that resonates with, as Jeff said, is we're, we're trying to get more inclusive and uh, make it more of a destination and, and more things going on. I, I, you have music here, right, I know, right. on Wednesday nights, we're, right? We're I mean, We're going to actually, we're working on having music almost 
uh, every league night just to keep people here. Uh, we had Beatles night uh, Wednesday night. It was fantastic. Our turnout, we were at a, you know, socially distanced packed house. And uh, it, was a, it was a blast. Everybody enjoyed themselves. You know, people are calling, coming in. You know, golf is, you know, when I was young, there was no problem attracting people to golf. And then we had that lull. And it seems like now people are realizing how safe the sport is and how much fun it is. You know, you don't have to play 18 holes. You, you can go out there and play nine holes and still have a great time. Yeah, which is, which uh, I think the PGA of America and a lot of people in golf have done, Jeff, a great job of saying, hey, look, and we've said it on the show here in the last few years, nine holes is okay, boys. Nine holes is right? great, and I would bet your nine hole rounds are going up. And if you look, way up, yeah, way up. If you look, um, a lot of the new golf courses are being designed in six hole loops now, because well, you can play six, you can play twelve, you can play. You give you a little more options to, as to uh, as to how many holes you want to play, because people are playing many, many more nine hole rounds. And I, I think I'm, I'm a nine holer myself. I'm a I'm a big fan of nine holes. Well, Jeff, what you're saying, I mean, that that was the big talk in in golf. Twelve holes was the big talk because it was like you know when you're a business person you can play 12 easy the, the you know 18 may take you a little too long right yeah. and pace of play too if you keep the pace of play going that people always tend to enjoy that also so well we run at a 10 minute tea time and it really does help the pace of play we found you know between you know you always want to be eight minutes and you know pack people in the data will tell work. you differently yeah Correct. it'll tell you all yeah. it does is slow down play yep. and and even in the end if 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 the course itself you feel like you know if you if you change the times to well could i go in nine could i go eight could i go ten in the end if you even if you may as from a course standpoint even if you maybe get one or two less foursomes by the end of the day but if every foursome out there is enjoying themselves the return of them coming back probably fred i'm sure that the research has shown that you're going to get way more business out of that anyway absolutely absolutely yeah. i mean when you walk away from the golf course you're smiling you stop in for a beer you can go home and you don't get yelled at that's all good <laughs> yeah, but but I will say this: if yeah, this is for all you golfers out there, if you're slow or some of your group's slow, do not book, book the first tee time. Oh. Absolutely <laughs> right? not. I mean, you got to turtle out there first. Your your day's done, right? Yeah, especially when your course is packed all day because you can only go as fast as the people in front of you. And yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's I always I all my junior programs, all my women beginner golf programs. No one cares what you shoot when you play. They do care how fast you play, though. Correct. You yes. can shoot 140, and people are gonna have a good time with you as long as you keep keep up. moving. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, that's that's a big problem. What uh, what's the biggest like faux pas with pace of play? Do you think out there is it with is it because people don't know how to handle carts? Is it around the green? Is I it will. on the tee? I'll, can I answer this? I, well, I everybody think, can if you want to. Well, jump yeah, in. I, I I think um, unless you're playing a competition competition, because we just did this last uh, our last match with PGA Junior League, and it works great. Hey, all right, the group that starts putting finish. Like don't continuous mark, putting, continuing, continuing putting. So like, hey, if it's your turn to putt, putt out. All right. Instead of everybody marking the ball every time, you'd be amazed how much time that saves. Right. And it, it only takes like one or two guys. Like it's it, it, like you might know the high handicap or the person that's going to shoot a good score. You know, the slow players at your club. And sometimes they're oblivious. You know, it's the little things. It's right in the score on the green or in the cart next to the green or going back for drive up to the club. next tee before you write down the score right yeah. little things just and just being aware that there's someone in front of you i always said your place on the golf course is directly behind the group in front of you not directly in front of the group behind you so you want to keep up Correct. yeah with yeah. the group in front of you and 
it seems like there's many times too where you're like these guys are oblivious to the fact that there's a group behind you it's okay to look back at the tee and see like hey are they waiting on they've been waiting on the last three tees we better pick it up here like if you look back yeah. and their hands are on their hips you yeah. know the old hand on the <laughs> hips thing standing there you know you're slow well but also but if you're looking forward if you if you get up to the tee box and your group's on the green on a par four or five like you hey. know you're a shot behind then it's you're time to position. Pick up. catch up time to catch up yeah yep. well the worst thing that i get is well i paid my money yeah. We understand, but there's a hundred people behind you right. that paid their money to. Yeah, you know it. It is a you know you get penalized in a professional tournament if you're slow. You know, yeah, it doesn't happen often though. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that, that's a big piece of it. Let's face yeah. it. If it the PGA be. Tour said set a better model, right. then I think sure. all the rest of the golf world would follow. Let's face it. What what the pros do is what the amateurs do. With everything, we right. mimic we mimic their warm up. We mimic how they putt. We we everything. We what mimic Bryson, how they dress. If Bryson DeChambeau was in your first group out uh, at a club like this, it would be a long day for you. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But people look up to Bryson DeChambeau because he's one of the best golfers in the world. He's not the slowest player, though. I can tell you that. No, no, there's slower. But there's experience. but if the PGA Tour players played their rounds faster, I mean, uh, they play in twosomes, and I understand they're playing for millions of dollars. So there's there's that piece of it, but. They're playing in twosomes, Kevin. And how long is a round go? Right, four well, out, four plus hours for right, a twosome. So here's where here's where I'm going to defend the players. Okay, and you say, well, of course you can defend the players. You, you know, you're out there on the course. So a lot of them get put on the clock more often than you know. Yeah. They, you know, they get told all the time, uh, "Let's move up." But here is why things get slow when they have to get rulings. And you're like, well, why they they should know the rules? How? Yeah, but everybody's got a phone out. There's a camera on every single player, and if they make a, a mistake, right, even just a cart path drop, if they make a mistake and it's caught on camera, they lose a lot of money and, and, and points for playoffs and all those things. So phones are the issue. Phones also well, might be bad for pace of play well, for amateurs, too, where well, people are on their phone. I, I think they need more rules <laughs> officials out of them. I'm surprised, you know, like there's – I know at the majors there's a there's, walking rules official with the last groups typically, right? Correct. And, but not during – you can't have it during the week at a tour event. There's too many players. But I feel like there should be 20 rules officials out there, not four. You know? No, there's there's six. There's six for every – for 18 holes. So, um, you know, they, they cover a four-hole stretch, three-hole stretch. So there's enough guys out there, but if there's guys need ruling after ruling, and I understand. But if it, believe you're four me, holes away, and I'm trying to get a ruling from you, and you got to get on your cart, and I got to get you on the radio, it's gonna that's that's a rain delay right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But you understand why they call the rules officials over. Oh yeah, I yeah. would, I would too. The mistakes right. are way too costly. The moral of this whole story is we know it always can be improved, and if everybody does their piece, it'll help out. Yeah, here's sure. two words for league night, by the way. Are three uh, yeah, two words for league night that are important for everybody listening. It's good. Yes, it's good. That's right. <laughs> it's good. Freddie Zildner with us, the uh, the director of golf operations from Diamond Hawk Golf Course. Brian Colziel, Kevin Sylvester, PJ Pro, Jeff Medus, as we are live here in Cheektowaga, and uh, happy to be back here on a beautiful sunny day here at Diamond Hawk. Uh, just got a tweet in here from Mike. He says, uh, "Looks like a beautiful morning at Diamond Hawk. We'll be there on August fifth for the Damon Athletics Wildcat Golf Classic." So, speaking of events. Uh, what if somebody's listening, a business or an operation like Damon, somebody like that, uh, you guys are hosting events here. Can you give some information about that? Absolutely. Well, we're doing uh, quite a few events this year. Um, it's going really well. Damon is fantastic. They, they had their tournament here last year. Um, we do everything that we can possibly do to be socially uh, conscious of COVID and, and things like that. A lot of tournaments are actually going to uh, take out dinners. 
mm -hmm. uh, which Damon did. Uh, and we set that up so people can go through nice and quick, take their meals home. We don't like that. You know, we'd love to have them here, enjoy the experience, but we understand people still have a little hes hesitancy. So we're able to do whatever they want. We're actually, it's kind of a neat year because people are being really creative. Some people are bringing a lot of food vendors out on the golf course so they don't have to come back for dinner. They're doing all their prizes virtually. Yeah. So it really has changed the game a lot, you know, and, and I think for the better because the biggest complaints people have doing a tournament takes so long. I don't get out of here till 10 o'clock, you know, 8 o'clock at night. Now they're thinking, you know, they're trying to move it along, and, and we love it. I mean, it's just you got to be creative with those things. We had a we, we tried something that a couple uh, golf tournaments did. We put a four-and-a-half-hour cap on it. So after four-and-a-half hours, boom, we're serving dinner. And if you want to keep playing, you can. But most people, if they had 16, they were done, you know, and they just come That's in. That's a great idea. And if you, if you did it that way, at least you could plan your day and know, hey, it's only going to take me this long to have everything done. Because, like it said, you got one group out there in a scramble, and there'll be three holes behind, and um, that can take, you know, and there's a lot of beginners that play in those things, and there's sure. a lot of people that play it, once a year in those things. It's a, it's a, it's a yeah. social event. It's a gathering, uh, something that should be happening, which they're not having in southern Ontario. That's right. Oh, yeah. we, Let, let's save that. Let's save, save that. that? Let's okay. save that for next segment. I, I feel for our listeners in Southern Ontario, the yeah, golfers, we're about golf, and they can't even the people yeah. who work in the industry in Ontario that are suffering right now. I know. We'll we'll get to that here, but I want to give Fred a chance here to give out information again. If somebody wants to contact you just, uh, about holding their event or even just more information about golf, uh, what's the best way to do it? We'd love you to e either send us an email to uh, fzilner at diamondhawkgolf.com or write to our clubhouse, or just give us a call, 651-0700. We're happy to answer any questions. If someone has questions on tournaments, you know, you can talk to myself or my staff. They're all knowledgeable about tournaments, so we can, you know, try to find a date that works for you. All that information to diamondhawkgolf.com is the website. So Yep. And that's tea time information, everything. Tea time, everything we have. Yep. Actually, one of the easiest ways for people to make tea time is just go on the website. Our, our site's working really well. And uh, make your tea times online because, to be quite honest with you, our phone rings all day. And I hate to miss phone calls, but if you're looking for a tea time, make it online. It's the quickest, easiest way to do it. Excellent. Thanks, Fred. Thank you. And new ownership team, thank you for having us here again. Okay, we'll take a quick time out here from Diamond Hawk. When we come back, uh, we'll get Ryan on the line for uh, from Batavia Downs for a couple of Preakness picks. We'll pick up on the Southern Ontario piece. Uh, also, our PGA Tour leaderboard, Jeff's tip of the week. Got a lot to get to here. We're excited to be at Diamond Hawk, and uh, we'll be back with more in a moment right here on Tea to Green on WGR. You're listening to Tea to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome, Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home club, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Stay tuned. More Tea to Green coming up. Listen up, golfers. It's time for our tip of the week, brought to you by the Western New York PGA. The Western New York PGA has one goal, promoting and growing the game of golf today, tomorrow, and beyond. We will get to our Western New York PGA tip of the week here in just one moment. Jeff's going to, we, we debated about pace of play last segment. Jeff's going to give you his three most important keys to uh, 
playing with good pace of play here in just one moment as we welcome you back to Diamond Hawk Golf Course here in Cheektowaga. Brian Koziel, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro, Jeff Metis, Corey Griswold producing back in our Amherst studios. I want to thank Freddie Zildner, the Director of Golf Operations, for joining us last segment. Uh, if you're just joining us, you want more information on Diamond Hawk and some of the things that Fred talked about, uh, we'll have the entire show up on our on-demand audio section at WGR550.com. We'll also tweet out the link uh, just a little bit after the show this morning. Okay, uh, we'll get to that tip on pace of play. But a few minutes here with our friend uh, Ryan Hasenauer from Batavia Downs Gaming and Hotel. He comes on during the uh, the three Triple Crown races to give you the best advice out there. Ryan, good morning. And uh, we know uh, we have always have a chance at a Triple Crown going into this race, although for the first time in a long time, there was actually a thought that maybe uh, the winner, Medina Spirit, was not going to race this week. But uh, the horse will be in and a chance to uh, try to complete leg two of the three. Yeah, it's a definitely a touch-and-go situation there for a while, Brian. Uh, you know, they basically, uh, the, you know, the horse tested positive for uh, a banned substance, but again, people need to realize this is like, uh, it's like icy hot or biofreeze. It's something that just they put on the horses, uh, you know, to kind of help it recover. It's not a performance enhancer. So, um, and he also had picograms worth of, uh, of this substance inside of his body, which is like, you know, one trillionth of a gram or something along those lines. So this is a very, very small amount. Um, he's uh, tested negative every single time he's been tested this week at Pimlico. So if he tested positive two weeks ago and it takes however long to get out of your system, and yet he's testing negative at Pimlico. You know, it's really kind of a weird situation. But so, Ryan, this go. is not the this is not the stuff Barry Bonds put on. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> so, uh, what's interesting too, though, and uh, I didn't even realize this until I was doing a previous preview with Todd yesterday on our Facebook page, is that uh, Bob Baffert is five for five when his horse wins the Derby and then races in the Preakness two weeks later. If you remember last year, Bob Baffert won, and then his horse uh, for the Preakness that race was about three weeks later, and of course he lost. So. But, uh, you know, really something to think about with Bob Backer being five for five uh, when it comes to his derby winners. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens uh, today. Most times like 647, I think, and uh, it'll be on NBC. But you can uh, make your wager anytime today at an OTB branch or on Batavia Vets. Now, isn't the Preakness a, a big one for the favorites? I've, I heard some stat where it's the favorite wins a high percentage of the Preakness. Is that correct? Yeah, it's actually more than half. Half of the time, um, I think since they started doing this, the favorite, the, the horse that goes off as the favorite, um, whoever that might be, uh, wins the Preakness. So it, it's kind of a formful race, as they say. Ryan has an hour from Batavia Downs Ga uh, Gaming and Hotel joining us here on Tita Green. The Preakness stakes, as he said uh, later today, uh, Kevin just literally threw cash on the table. Yeah. You're ready to make your I'm, wager I'm already here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Awesome. It happen. awesome. Well, you, you mentioned Bob Baffert. Uh, of course, we've got a lot of headlines. Um, Ryan, he also has another horse with another great chance. The second on the on the betting line favorites, Concert Tour. Isn't that another Baffert horse right there? It is. And what's interesting about Concert Tour is, is that he would have been the Derby favorite, except he finished third in the Arkansas Derby. So he was highly touted to, to be you know the, the favorite in the Derby. They put him in the Arkansas Derby. And he just kind of faded. He was, you know, leading by a head down the stretch, and then he just got out kicked by a super stock and ended up, you know, third. And at that point in time, uh, you know, Bob Baffert said, you know, we're going to actually wait. We're going to skip the pre or the uh, Derby. We're going to look at the Preakness. And so, uh, a horse that probably could have been the favorite 
uh, it, it moves over there. The other interesting thing about him is Joel Rosario, who has ridden concert tour for all of his uh, starts there, uh, was is now not on that horse, and now the legendary Mike Smith will be riding uh, on concert tour. So you got Bob Baffert, you got Mike Smith, two Hall of Famers right there. Uh, it's quite the combination for. Uh, I'm smelling a Baffert to- box bet here. A Baffert box. <laughs> yeah. I All right, Ryan. So, uh, t- tell us, uh, tell us who you're picking, and uh, obviously, you mentioned where people can bet, but uh, throw that out there as well, so everybody knows where they can put their wager in today if they're interested. Sure. So, of course, you can make your wager anytime you want on BataviaBets.com. You can also make your wager at any OTB branch or EasyBet if you go to WesternOTB.com/locations. You can find the one closest to you. Uh, we'll be actually making wagers at Batavia Downs Gaming today, which is where I will be. Uh, we have two things going on there. Number one, of course, is just wagering inside of the park place room, which is uh, to the left. Once you come inside, of course, you get your temperature taken, and you go inside the park place room. That begins at noon today, and you can kind of hang out. You can get some barbecue from our home stretch grill and just kind of do whatever you need to do uh, in terms of being able to make your wager inside that room. But we also have a party upstairs, the $75 bill, and uh, you get $25 in free play back. You get a buffet. You get a $10 wager on the Preakness. You get three drink tickets, and it's just kind of like our, our high-end party. So we're doing that as well, but we are accepting walk-ins. So, so that's what's going on. But as far as the race is concerned, Brian, you know, I, I've got to take uh, you know, the number three and the number 10. Both those horses are really good. Uh, they're probably going to duel at the front, so we'll see who gets the upper hand there. It's not uncommon to see a horse go wire to wire in the Preakness, so uh, we'll be looking at three and ten at the front. Uh, usually, the horses that race in the Derby often do well in the Preakness. Seventy-five percent of the Preakness winners raced in the Derby. They may have won the Derby, or they may have at least raced in the Derby. But seventy-five percent of all Preakness winners uh, have raced in the in the Derby just previous to it. So you've got to keep uh, keep me in mind, keep it in mind. For uh, he finished seventh in the Derby, and of course the number five Midnight Bourbon. Now Midnight Bourbon had uh, Mike Smith on his back in the Derby. The trainer didn't like the way Mike Smith rode him, so he switches over to Irad Ortiz, who's one of the hottest jockeys right now. As far as uh, you know, kind of a long shot or a new shooter here. I'm going to look at the number four, Crowded Trade. You've got Chad Brown, who's a great trainer, and, of course, Javier Castellano, who, you know, you never want to bet against Castellano, as my friend says. He's 10-1, to 1, and it's just his fourth career start, but uh, he was third in the Wood Memorial, and I think what's interesting about him is, uh, you know, he just, I think he's got what it takes to maybe stalk the lead and maybe just hit the board in third or fourth. So I'm not going to use him on top, but I'll certainly use him in my exotic bets for my tries and supers. We had a couple people, Brian, that uh, bet the dollar super, and won nine thousand dollars at the um, huh. at the Downs for the uh, for the Kentucky Derby there, and of course, even if they make any sort of a change in Kentucky, unfortunately, that will not make any changes for any betters. Uh, you know, they they would take away the title from him of being a Derby winner, but it doesn't change the order of finish in terms of bets that were placed. So excellent. All right, Ryan. Well, great information as always. Uh, the, you can also hear the race on WGR as well uh, later today if you can't catch it on NBC. Appreciate you as always. And Ryan, thanks again for uh, providing great prizes for our uh, T to Green Fantasy League. Uh, we finally had someone pick a winner last week. We actually had six people take Rory McElroy last week. So we have a six way tie for first for our month of May. Uh, we give away prizes every month. So uh, we'll have another great uh, stay and play package to give away to our first place winner from May uh, coming up here. But we already did it for April. We're going to do one every month. So we appreciate your support of that contest, Ryan. And uh, good luck with your wagers today. Thanks. All right, thanks so much, Brian. Have a good day, guys.
Okay, great. Ryan has an hour from Batavia Downs Gaming and Hotel. By the way, I was, I was also unhappy with Midnight Bourbon uh, at the Kentucky <laughs> Derby because I may have had him in a pool. and uh, Didn't happen. <clears throat> didn't happen. So McElroy <laughs> gets picked by uh, six of our players last week. I did not pick McElroy. Neither did any, either of you guys. I had Webb, and he withdrew, so that... Uh, that didn't help. No, I picked Scotty Scheffler this week. You Roman had Rom, mm-hmm. and he... Did not. Missed the cut. Yes, first time. So you're still at zero for the year. Well, I'm saving all my good players for June. That's, That's what right. I'm doing. That's yeah. right. See how yeah. he missed the cut, though? I, I had Fina, who also yeah. missed the cut. Yeah. Yeah. That was bad. It's a tough golf course. How about a quick thought on Rory here, then we'll get Jeff's tip in. Um, well, so when he was in contention... Um, yeah, he he was what I you know who I thought was going to win uh, down there the way things uh, were shaping up there because listen Rory McIlroy hadn't won in a while he's on a course that he won twice a familiar spot mm-hmm. uh, you know so he knows how to play the golf course his stroke looked great last week I mean, if you watched him play his putting stroke looked just excellent and so that's what gave me confidence that he was going to win interesting though how about that 18th hole right and everybody you know. Everybody talks about, oh, he's just got his buddy on the bag. Well, who knows Rory better than his best friend? And he, like, he talked him out of trying to hit uh, the shot out of the hazard. I thought that was awesome. It was. It was, was amazing. It was a great shot. It was. It was weird to me that he missed it there. Like it's the only place you couldn't miss it on that hole. Was left. I mean, yeah, but but it goes to show you, even the best in the world, oh, adrenaline, exactly. right? Yeah. I mean, and he but, didn't even hit driver. He chose three wood. Yeah, but yeah. You, he made it. It's like the worst swing he made. But the three wood's an easier club to turn over, isn't? Is it not when you're when you got adrenaline flowing? The the, the swing a little. You, you swing a little harder, not by design. Yep. Just the adrenaline of winning, the nerves that are there, or your hips slowed down. So, yes. Anything, you know, a last-minute thought, you know, who knows? And what? But he, the shot he hit, the third shot after the penalty, after incredible the, shot, was an incredible yeah. golf shot. He's just straight up fun to watch. So that's must-see television yeah. when Rory's rolling like that. That shot, that's all the work that he puts in in the gym. I mean, to exactly keep your, for the for balance, your, that's your hips, I was your glutes, blown away your by core, that. to be able to stay balanced like that in that yeah. position. To hit that shot without falling forward, yeah. that just, uh, trust and, me. And still create that speed that yes. he created there. It was and, awesome. And an unbelievable shot. Yep. So Rory now the favorite in next week's PGA Championship. We'll get to our picks next well, segment. He's the favorite because he won at Kiowa That's, so many years ago. That too. Yes. But he was in the top five, but he actually rose to the top because he won last year. Sure. So. Well, but it sounds like Spieth was the favorite when you know he won at Valero right before the Masters. Yep. Right. All right, our Western Europe PGA tip of the week here. Brought to you by the Western PGA. We talked a lot and debated about all the things with pace of play. Jeff's going to narrow it down to three here. What are the three keys that you can do as an individual to have a great round to help the whole course for pace of play? And I think everybody should know these things. First of all, the first what the thing I see a lot is people aren't ready to play when it's their turn. So they're watching their buddy go through their routine and blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden their turn to hit. And then they're looking for their club. Then they're looking for their yardage. Then they're getting... Be ready to hit as soon as it's your turn. So if your buddy's over there hitting, you should be getting your yardage. You know, if you're walking around behind somebody's back or 30 yards away, it's not affecting their shot. So get ready to hit, and as soon as that person hits, boom, you be ready to hit. The other one I like is is ready golf. You know, if you're waiting for someone to get out of the card or they're texting someone, get up, don't wait for them. You don't need to play who's got the honor in every round of golf. Just if you're ready to hit and nobody else is ready, get up and hit it. And, and lastly is just be cognizant of your position on the golf course. Be aware wh- where you are in relationship to the other golfers. If you're behind, like, like we talked earlier, if you get on the tee and the group in front of you is 
already off that green, you know, you're behind. And it only takes one hole of fast play or so to catch up. So just be aware of your position. No, like I said before, nobody cares what you shoot. Everybody cares how fast you play and, and if you're aware of the etiquette. I, I'll, I'll add, you're not tethered to the cart. No. Right? I mean, yeah. like you can drop your person off or, you know, you go to a spot, you can grab your two clubs and walk over to your golf ball. Grab three. Yeah. Yeah, grab right. the one you think you're going to hit and one on either side. Yes, you are allowed to uh, to get out of the cart. Yes. <laughs> and <Yeah>. walk, <laughs> for sure. All right, let's get to our check of the PGA Tour leaderboard now. Brought to you by Callaway Chrome Soft. This ball is different. And also by Puma Golf Shoes. Uh, the prep tournament for this week before next week's PGA Championships, the AT&T Byron Nelson Championship in McKinney, Texas. And Sam Burns, uh, these, these scores, Kevin, are incredible. Yes. 65-62. He's 17 under through just two rounds. Two-shot lead on Alex Norin. Uh, other big names that are playing well. Jordan Spieth had a great opening day, 63 uh, he is at 11 under, tied for sixth. Matt Kuchar always plays well in these Texas courses. Uh, he is also at 11 under par. Um, some other names of note, I guess you'd say, that are around the leaderboard. Leishman is nine under. Uh, he's in the top 20. Uh, John Rahm is minus seven, but they got a lot of work to go. Sam Burns, by the way, interesting stat. This recent is, winner. Yes, recent winner. How many 36-hole leads has Sam Burns had on the tour this year? Uh, he leads it's at least two. Be well, this will be th his third because he, he was leading at uh, Riviera. So how about this? It's five. He has more than double anybody else. There's a handful of guys that have had at least two 36-hole leads. Burns has five. I would have never That's guessed. That's amazing. I would have never guessed. So, he's, so yes, he's won, and it's hard to win. You still have two more rounds. You're only halfway down. But, my goodness, this, this guy's having a... A, a very good year. He's had a chance to win five yeah. times now. By the way, super nice young man. Uh, you know, even if he made back-to-back -back bogeys to finish the day, still is able to do an interview. Um, that's that's a message for Faldo. Um, <laughs> Brian knows why I'm saying that. I know why you're. Uh, but no, that's so, all right. He's a great great young player. Um, you know, came out of college early. He's only 24. When you talk about the young gun, nobody talks about Sam Burns. He's only 24. Amazing young player. All right. We, uh, of course, will talk lots about the PGA Tour leaderboard next week, the PGA Championship, uh, two-hour show next week, by the way. And we'll be at Niagara Frontier up in Youngstown. So looking forward to being there for that. Are we getting breakfast next week? And I like, hope but so. The last time we were there, didn't we get, like, the amazing omelets? The steak omelet. I'm only doing that because you're probably listening right now. I'm just I know. You're prepping them. And yeah. if I got to do a two-hour show, I need, like, you know, the <laughs> middle portion. <laughs> I need that fuel. <laughs> it does. But that was the biggest steak omelet I ever had in my life. Despite yeah. the reserves that I am currently wearing <laughs> right. on me, this hour-long show takes a toll on your body. You know? Oh, for sure. That's right. Um, golf in Southern Ontario. In a moment, our Champions Tour report brought to you by Donald Ross Clothing, the world's finest golf apparel. We're all wearing it right now and looking nice. And and uh, I also would say it's very comfortable as well. Wearing the hoodie this week, I like it. Uh, Stephen Ames, the Canadian, your leader. One round uh, in the Champions Tour report uh, this week at the Mitsubishi Electric Classic in Duluth, Georgia. He has a one-shot lead on Paul Goidos, who's at 500 par. Gene Sowers, minus four. They all had to walk to the golf course. There's no gasoline in Georgia. So That's right. that was a tough, tougher track. Jim Furyk, he's four off the lead, as is the guy that we all love to say his name. Miguel Angel Jimenez. Jimenez. <laughs> Neth. Neth. That's Neth. right. Really, Z's not Z at the end. Spanish. I know. 
Uh, so Ames is your leader. I see the big Canadian flag here as I'm reading the leaderboard. Kevin, Southern Ontario still cannot play golf, and we feel for them. Yes. And we know we have people right now listening in Southern Ontario that listen to WGR a lot. They're listening right now, and our heart goes out to you if you're a golfer. This makes no sense uh, to me um, that they can do other outdoor activities. If everything was banned, if it was all just stay inside. But listen, the weather's nice. It's been Science says it's okay to be outdoors, all right? And the premier of Ontario for uh, – what he explained the other day, he's supposed to give an update the other day. It's Thursday, giving an update, and they're all like hopeful. Okay, you know, Golf Canada, Golf Ontario, the, the industry is like giving him uh, evidence, proof, all these things. And his reasoning was anecdotal. He's like, well, you know, I'm going to paraphrase, but he said, ah, my buddies, I, I know what they do. They carpool and they have pops afterwards. That's gathering. Like, how do you generalize every golfer like that when they had they had protocols last year that they're going to follow? The protocols we still had to follow, and in some cases still do. Show up 15 minutes before your tee time. You have to leave right after. Not, like, that's changed here because uh, you know we have more abundant vaccine. I get all that part, but like the golfers, if you if you follow them on social media, if you followed any people in the industry, said everybody who wants to golf is willing to. Go by those guidelines. Yeah. Not it, riding a cart together. All those things. People need to work. Like there are people. Uh, pe they've had to lay off people. You know the uh, the golf industry is a bigger industry than the motion picture industry, and you're cutting the legs out of one of your uh, an important industry, an important source of and, and taxes. It's everything. Yes. And I'm surprised something as safe an outdoor experience as golf, they just wipe it out. It seems arbitrary and. It is arbitrary. The, yeah. the way he explained it by just saying, "Well, you know, I talked to my buddies, and this is what like that's your well, reasoning." And let's and let's also we every day more and more the, the people that know a lot more about the virus and the vaccine yeah. than we do keep saying that outdoors more and more is safer to be. Yep. So and you're not congregating in a group of ten thousand people. You're with four people on a golf course. Yeah, yeah. it just it doesn't make it, sense. It, it doesn't make sense if this yeah. if science came out and said, "Hey." You know, Being golf, golf, golf course, course right. is the worst thing you can do because COVID comes out of uh, fairways and greens. It's amazing. Like, yeah. okay, but that's not what's happening. And, and some of them are going to have to maybe fold if you don't have any revenue for that extended period of time and you're still paying taxes and bills. Or they can't pay leases. staff to maintain the golf course. Right. All yeah. those jobs. Right. I know it's too bad. Yes. It's horrible. Yeah. It's awful. Oh, we, hope, we hope next week on the show we're talking that maybe Ontario has changed their minds. Okay. Uh, let's take a, uh, a quick time out here as uh, we are live at Diamond Hawk. By the way, you want to make a tee time? DiamondHawkGolf.com is the best way to do it. Uh, if you want to hold your event here, contact Freddie Zillner, the Director of Golf Operations, F. Zillner, Z-I-L-L-N-E-R, at DiamondHawkGolf.com. If you want to just come for good food, right? Uh, the restaurant's open to the public. Don't have to golf to come and have a good time at the, at the Hawk. That's right, absolutely. Ryder Cup report, Pre PGA Championship picks. Get those ready, guys. That'll be coming up next. Mickelson's going to get to... Uh, play at a major we'll have that and roger goodell's day with him and his buddies sounding phenomenal all that coming up here one segment to go from diamond hawk here with pga pro jeff Metis and kevin sylvester i'm brian colziel Corey griswold producing back in our amherst studios more t to green coming up here from diamond hawk right after this on wgr you're listening to t to green presented by the western new york pga woods to wedges inside the whirly golf dome custom turf michelob ultra and jim bean and by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Stay tuned. More Tea to Green coming up. Let's get the latest on the Ryder Cup. The Ryder Cup report is being brought to you by... 
Joppa Agency, Main Street in Clarence. Yeah, contact uh, my friend Frank Jumpa there. Save some money uh, on your insurance, uh, home, car, uh, insure all your stuff. Save me money. Frank Jumpa, Jumpa Agency. Also want to tell you about our friends at Scroy Financial. They're celebrating 50 years in business this year. Second-generation financial planning firm assisting fourth-generation clients. They've been helping families here in Western New York since 1971. Whether you're just starting out or would like to review your current plan, set up a meeting, complimentary one-hour consultation. Their office is in West Seneca, 674 Hundred scroyfinancial.com, S G R O I financial.com. All right. So you heard Ryder Cup report there. And as we said, brought to you by the Jumpa Agency. And the Ryder Cup report here, as we get to it this week, um, the U.S. team right now, the standings, the automatic six that would make it for this year at Whistling Straits DJ, DeChambeau, JT, Morikawa, Shoffley, and Kepka currently holds the last spot right now. Uh, he played this week for the first time since the Masters. He missed the cut. Played with 71-70, minus three, but that's not good enough. Minus, I think six under was the cut here. Uh, this, Yeah, six under is what made it. Uh, Kepka, is he going to be battling injuries all year, Kevin? It seems like well, this this could be a, a long story that won't go away. Well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, you know, his, his knee, uh, trying to come back from that, and, you know, DJ's got the same issue with Drew this week because – um, still rehabbing knee injuries. Yeah, they're, they're trying to get healthy for next week, I would yes, imagine. for the PGA Championship. So, I mean, I, I think Kepka will be back at some point. I think I, it'll be interesting to see if he tries to get leaner. There's a lot of beef there. I mean, he's a very muscular guy, but, you know, maybe take some less uh, torque on that knee. Yeah, he's big and straight. I don't know. That's his body type, though, you know? I know, yeah. He, I know the body type, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get our uh, PGA Championship picks here in a moment, but a couple of news and notes from the week here as we broadcast live from Diamond Hawk Golf Course here in Cheektowaga. Phil Mickelson's going to play at Torrey Pines for the U.S. Open. He accepted a special exemption, so I think good news all around there. We all watch, love watching Lefty play. Yeah, he's a good story, and he'll be, you know, he outlast. He's going to – he might be competitive. He might make the cut there, I have a feeling. That'd be great. I think yeah. it's, I'm glad he accepted. Yeah. Yep. We mentioned the dream day. So Roger Goodell probably gets some perks as being the NFL commissioner, even well, more than you get, Kevin, as being one of the well, TD Green. He hosts certainly here. makes more. I was going to get like $45 million. Yeah. That's a salary. Yeah. That's ridiculous. He's a Jamestown boy, isn't he? Yeah. I could do that job, by the way. You could. I do it for so half. You, I, I do it for yeah. half. Yeah. So, uh, report this week that says Roger Goodell and a couple of his friends are going to play. Pine Valley, Augusta National, and Cyprus all in the same day. They're going to do it, they said, within the next week or so. They can't go to, like, summer solstice because yeah. Augusta actually is closed, closed right. at that time. But they're going to start at the crack of dawn at Pine Valley, then go to Augusta National, and then go play Cyprus all in one day. I, I so how'd, you'd like to be in Roger Goodell's force that, somewhere. That's uh, a cool deal. It's yeah. cool they're doing it, and just another reason to boo them. Yes, <laughs> the draft. Right, <laughs> absolutely. But you know what? If listen, any any golfer listeners say, "Oh, good for him," we'd all do it if we could. Oh yeah, right in I a mean, second. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Are they flying commercial in between each round there, Kevin, or no? Uh, middle seats on Delta. Yes. <laughs> yeah, paying extra for their bags. <laughs> That's right. All right, our PGA Championship next week again. We'll be on for two hours from Niagara Frontier, and follow us on Twitter at T2G Buffalo. And also follow Niagara Frontier Golf Club on Twitter. We're going to be giving away rounds to Niagara Frontier each day of the tournament next week. So make sure you're following us really? there. Yes, we are. Awesome. 
So thanks to our friends at Niagara Frontier. We'll be there next week. So make sure you're following us on Twitter at T2G Buffalo and at Niagara Frontier. They will uh, also be and you know what's got a away. Twitter feed right here. Diamond Hawk. Diamond Hawk's yeah, got a great Twitter, Twitter, Twitter feed. feed. Yes, for sure. They got a lot of good pictures about their food and uh, right. the and course. They, and, and they pick on Kevin, stuff. so I like. And that. they pick on yeah. Kevin, who still owes them a dance, by the way. All right, let's get our PGA Championship picks here. It's going to be at the Ocean Course, Kiowa Island. Beautiful scene. We're going to have some great views. McElroy won it the last time it was there. He shot 13 under. That was back in 2012. That was his second major. He's the betting favorite going in this week. Uh, Kevin McElroy's 10 to 1. DJ, Rom, JT are 12 to 1. DeChambeau, 14 to 1. Spieth, Shoffley, 16 to 1. That's kind of your top group there. Uh, you got to pick it within that group, or are you going to go outside? You know, I'm going to go outside the group. I just, um, and somebody who's won this year on the PGA Tour, and I don't know why. Um, I'm, well, I'm going with this because of Ocean, and I just, I'd love to see this guy win a major. I'm going to go with Mark Leishman. Mm-hmm. How about that for off the board? He's playing well this week. Leishman. The one in New Orleans with Cameron you, Smith. He's 66 to 1. All right. I like well, that. Jeff, where are you going? I like Shoffley. I just think he, he seems to be one of those guys that turns it up for the majors also, and he's just uber talented. I just I feel like he's due to, to collect one of these, and I think the PGA is, you know, it's the strongest field in golf, and yep. it's, um, I think he's got, I think that's the guy I'd put my money on. I'd love to see Rory win again. Oh, yeah. I just, I love watching him play when he's in the zone. I'll go off the board, too, 40 to 1. I'm going to go Cameron Smith and the mullet. All right, so 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 there you go. You, the teammate of Leishman in New Orleans. That's right. The two of them won in New Orleans. I think he's been playing well. He's been in contention in Great majors. Putter. Great putter. So I uh, I'll go Cameron Smith here. It's it is the hardest tournament to pick. Can, can I tell far. you who I'd like to see win? Ricky Fowler. Yeah, he's not gonna. No, he got an exemption. He got an exemption, and he missed the cut this week at the AT&T. He is struggling. He's just isn't Rom struggling too? Who he? Yeah, he didn't go to the open qualifier. He's hoping to qual. He's not qualified for the U.S. Open. Thinking of Jason Day. Jason Jason Day. Day. Jason Day. Jason Day. Yeah. Yep. Jason Day. By the way, like he's expecting his fourth child any minute. So he's like, that'll uh, mess up a golf game. (laughs) Let's finish here. (laughs) Thirty seconds left. This week was the twenty-third. And want to feel old? This was the tw- this week was the twenty third year anniversary of the final Seinfeld episode. Twenty three years ago, really was the final episode. So, wow, that makes you feel old. How about this? So, we hit golf balls in the ocean and get in the blowhole of a whale. Golf dot com <laughs> said to rank your all time golf moments on Seinfeld. There's so many of them. You got the caddy. Remember the caddy yes. is the lawyer. Yes. You got the scene where Kramer walks into Jerry's apartment, just throws the club down. You take these. I'm done. <laughs> I love that. But the, the one that definitely got the most votes, votes you mentioned, the Mar- George pretends to be a marine biologist. biologist. Yes. He reaches in with the waves crashing down on me. I reached into the blowhole. I could see something was obstructing his breath. And I reached in and found. He pulls out. They're at the di- diner, of course. And he, Titleist. Is that a Titleist? And Kramer. Hole in one. <laughs> great scene. Great was, scene. The sea was angry that day. The sea friend. was angry that day, my friends. That's a great line. Good call on that, Kevin. That's right. That's a great scene. It really is. Yep, golf on Seinfeld. Love those scenes. Okay, next week we'll be at Niagara Frontier for two hours as we put a wrap here from Diamond Hawk. Again, you want to make a tea time? DiamondHawkGolf.com or uh, contact Freddie Zillner here, the Director of Golf Operations, if you want to hold your event here. Uh, F. Zillner at DiamondHawkGolf. Thanks to everybody, the new ownership team as well, for their warm welcome as always. Corey Griswold, thank you. Back in our studios in Amherst. For PGA Pro Jeff Metis, Kevin Sylvester, I'm Brian Colziel.
Thanks for listening. T.D. Green, enjoy the beautiful sunshine. Hope you can play golf this weekend. And we'll talk to you next week from Niagara Frontier Golf Club right here on WGR. A hole in one, huh? You're listening to T to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club.